Welcome to Where Wine Takes You, a wine podcast for anyone who loves wine. Yes, because if you love the magic of wine, you must love great stories of great people. Maybe not all hailing from the same place, but while from different backgrounds, we're all celebrating the same place. And that's Paso Robles Wine Country. I'm your host, Adam Montiel. So I had some visitors come in town who... Because they're so busy being popular in their own wine region where they are leaders making wine, uh, they don't, they haven't really like made the big trip to Paso. So I had them for a couple days. My friends from Gamba Vineyard and Winery, Gus Gamba, Paulette, uh, Cecily, Natalia, it was so much fun to have them in town and to really show them Paso. And we did it up. First day, did some uh, cocktails at the Remedy. Remember, we had Alexandra on from the Alchemist Garden. They killed it, took them to In Bloom. We're half hour late for our reservation. I felt so bad, but we thought we were doing a couple cocktails at the remedy turned into like a couple more. So we got down to in bloom, had an absolutely incredible dinner. Uh, so thank you to the chef. Of course, uh, Chris Heisma, he's been on the podcast before. And then what did we do the next day? It took him to top winery. We had Elena on the same episode. We had Alexandra on from the alchemist garden. So we had Elena from top on Stanley and Elena. They cooked for us. They served us their wines. They just kicked it. It was so Paso. It was so special. And we sat there for maybe four or five hours at table with beautiful wine and beautiful people. It was just, it was nothing like it. And to see, you know, these people who by all accounts are leading in their wine region and Russian River is an amazing world-class wine region. And you should try Gamba's uh, Old Vine Zinfandel. It's beautiful. They also have an Etresca brand. So I, I will say their wines I'm a huge fan of. But to see the magic that they saw in the people here. That's something I will never forget and was so special. Had him staying at that farmhouse. Remember we interviewed Kimberly from the Nomada Group. They stayed at the farmhouse, just loved it. And Natalia and Cecily have an Instagram account that is all about California lifestyle wine. It's called You Had Me at Bordeaux. You should check it out. They put a really great video together about their stay here. Their stories have been good. So You Had Me at Bordeaux. Check out their stay in Paso. And I just loved seeing some folks that were also from another world-class winery come to Paso and see the magic here because there's nothing like it. So before we hit part two of our conversation with Matt from Lene Colotto, as well as his friend Cliff from Zepetto, going to get into his wine soon. Don't forget our Travel Paso Spotlight. After the conversation, we're going to catch up with city manager of Paso, Ty Lewis. Really interesting because he used to be the chief of police for the city of Paso. So you don't normally see that move like from chief of police to the city manager, but to be city manager in Paso at a time like now, uh, he's a great guy, a great leader, and I can't wait for you to meet Ty Lewis, city manager of Paso Robles in our Travel Paso Spotlight after the conversation, which I want to get right back into. So to catch you up, we're at Lene Colotto talking to Matt Trevison, his buddy Cliff, they were childhood friends, went to high school together, went to college together. Cliff now at 50 is working in tech and he has been bit by the bug, but doesn't just want to come in and make wine and stick a name on it. He wants to, he wants to live the story. He wants to be a part of it, do right by the community. And uh, Matt Trevison has helped him along the way. And it's not just some easy charmed here, let me hand this to you. No, Cliff is working for it. I can't wait to hear how this brand is going to evolve. I can't wait to hear what Matt thinks of Cliff's, his friend's wines. So let's go. Matt Trevison, we're at Lene Colotto. We also got Cliff here from Zepetto. We're getting right back into it. Part two, let's go. 
Give me that We'll get by We pass on around Till the job is Camped out In the trees It will simplify Good company Cliff is here and he's making his wines. You're instilling what you can. He's learning. He's helping with your wines too. And then you taste his wines for the first time or even like now. What are some of those thoughts like? Because that must feel good. You got to feel proud for your boy. And then, but I also, can you be honest with him? Absolutely. That's all all I am is honest. I I don't really have a... um, I don't have a very good regulator on me. I think it broke a long time ago, and I tend to just say what comes off and comes, you know, first to mind. I think it's important to progress to, if you want to move forward to do that. Brutally honest. Yeah. And maybe not necessarily the emphasis on brutally, but just being no, super it's, honest. It's brutal. It is. <laughs> Ouch. Wow, man. Holy shit. So tell no, me, what, when, what, what were some of the first things that you learned? No, I would only want, like, on it. Like, you want to make the best one. Like sure. Matt said earlier, it's like you, you only learn through failing and feedback and look at the wealth of knowledge he has. And that that's the a degree. That's I the can, fountain you're showing up to. And yeah, and you can, the degree you can tap into that. Absolutely. So what, tell me about this wine that we have in the glass. Uh, this is uh, Moved Syrah. So this is, again, all, all of my, this release of wines are all blends, uh, very influenced by Matt. Um, this is Moved and Syrah. Where do we get fruit? Uh, th- all of this is from Derby. There's a little bit of Syrah from Lene Coloto. I have a funny story uh, about that. Uh, and Matt's kind of, your, your story about going to a cellar and picking bottles I was very fortunate and lucky to get some fruit in 21 from Matt. Tell and me how much. Were we getting a couple tons? Yes. Yeah. 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 So just a little I bit. a lot. Just, yeah. Just, just a little bit. Fruit. Did and, he ask you and you feel bad and said yes? Or how yeah. did it really? Yeah. <laughs> how do you know that? <laughs> how do you know this shit? <laughs> someone else is. No, is there no. someone behind the door? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it it was uh, reluctance, not the right word, but it was very gracious. Sure, absolutely. Um, And so I remember. uh, That's kind of you. I never sold fruit or wanted to. I've just planting my fruit was always kind of like Lene Coloto's thing. Sacred. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's not. I don't know if it was sacred as much as that. The beauty of it and the flaws with it, everything that comes with it, are my own thing, and and so fearful of of sharing it. Yeah. You know, it's like, uh, I don't know about that. I don't really... Other people are totally comfortable with it, um, with doing that and putting their name like, there it is. Here's our fruit. Let me, you know, and they put their vineyard name with it and it ends up on bottles. But I've never been in that realm. And a lot of it's been that I'm still consider myself a young grower and I'm still freaking learning. And I don't think I'm, I'm... I don't think I'm great at it. I think uh, I'm learning at it, and I think that if you, if it was, if I'm 75 years in, I'd be like, okay, I think we might have it kind of down now. Right. But I just don't. I just don't believe with like this idea that a lot of places come in and they're five years in or 10 years in. It's like, oh, that's it. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's all marketing, and 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 that's never been like you look at houses in france and they're fucking 15 generation right and 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 houses in 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 california are are 
15 years old. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you come into this, you get some, and then... It's, well, I'm listening. To, it's interesting to hear him describe it that way, that, like, that it's he's still learning, it's still new, it's even kind of flawed or w- whatever. Uh, that's not at all the experience, the impression I got. Um, it was more that this is his baby, and the love and the attention... So literally, we probably picked eight tons of Grenache that day. Um, we had already talked ahead of time that I was going to get a little bit of the, the fruit. Um, and we had organized the, the bins and the, the cellar room you were in. And he's like, okay, let's go talk about the fruit you can have. He kind of looks at all of the macro bins. And he's like, you can have these two. And then we stood there. And just kind of looked at the fruit. He well, he stood there and kind of looked at the fruit for a while, and really kind of wanted. It was it was like his baby that he was parting with. I I I'd Up like for to, adoption. Yeah, I'd also like to think that like you know he was thinking back at like all the care that went into this, and it was kind of releasing it to me. And I felt an incredible, incredible responsibility. I th- I said you know it's, man, it's not going far. It's we're, we'll be here, it's, you know. But it it's a it's a memory I will always have of that moment when that fruit was released to me and it, it feels like a big response. It felt like a big responsibility. Cliff was very excited. I was very excited. Well, the weight behind one, I love it. Cause my dad always has the thing. My dad did sales for a long time. You don't get unless you ask. Yeah. You made the ask. Yeah. And as tough as they may have been knowing him, knowing his heart, yeah. knowing how he feels about this, you made the ask in a respectful way. Yeah. And here he is graciously of course graciously yep. he says okay for this yes yeah and then i like the fact that you even felt that heaviness to oh. even take on however many macro bins it was yep. be like no i'm going to treat these so he knows that when you make these you're this is this is huge to you yep yep that's a cool story you know what then he turned to me and said i made my first vintage outside you'll be making your first vintage outside we were packed. <laughs> we were, it was, we we're, were packed. We, that we were day. packed in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just. It's just. Uh, That's what it is. Yeah. Busy, I mean, look, I, I made. Was one. a part of it because you didn't want him to have a charmed. You wanted him to work for it like you did. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that it's important. It's too easy to 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 show up in this industry today and 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 um just jump to the top and be like, oh, I spent this much money or this much then not that Cliff's on that it's yeah. just that there's look how, how we went from 26 wineries when i started to 350 i don't even know what yeah. the, no one knows seems to know what the number is there's no clear number on i think how. bonded wineries i would imagine it's upwards of like close to 400 yeah i would say maybe 180 to 200 tasting rooms maybe yeah. i'm guessing I'm yeah saying, i you know. like see we're all guessing right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. we need to get a we need to get some solid yeah. numbers here <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm doing tomorrow morning. Right, yeah. (laughs) We're going wine tasting, baby. But when you taste his wines, like, this is a beautiful. Yeah, they're awesome. This is a a beautiful event. Cliff's going to be famous. No, that's not the goal. And he's. he's, uh, Well, you certainly didn't do this to make money because it's like when you you don't get into radio, I know this. I try to tell him that. Yeah, right, right. (laughs) Sure, right. You you don't get it. But you, you, you know, but you look at people like, you know, 
Bob Tillman, you know, people who came from tech and, and having beautiful brains, but just loving the farming, the story, the hustle, and what they're doing with Alta Kalina, him and Maggie now, and the team, it's, it's fantastic. And there's a lot of people who have come from, you know, necks of the woods that you have, but desire something a little bit more, you know, I mean, you're getting dirty, you're getting... Oh. Yeah, and, and, and for us, it, I, I talk about this being the second chapter in our lives. Um, and, um, you, you know, I, I want to I contribute. I want to be part of this community. And, you know, I, I wanted... I want we wanted to be something we could we could contribute to and be part yeah, of. Yeah, and I like that. I think people listening and like folks who understand and love what Paso is about, like people like Matt. I mean, that's hey, I want to be part of this community. I don't want to like seem like I'm a fly by night. I don't want to seem like I'm coming in. But I think that your story is really yep. cool and how you're how you're approaching it. it's a great lesson to your boys. You have one, two boys and a girl. Two boys and a girl. Yeah, I think it's a great lesson to your kids. Yeah, I think it's really cool to be like hey, and it's 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 being a good. Steward of the community. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And it's a it's funny to hear Matt say he's been here thirty years and huge contribution to this entire industry and the and the market and the um huge. I'm just getting started. It feels such a responsibility to yeah. do things right and do things right by the people that help you along the way and uh, I mean I, and I know we talked a little bit about the the juxtaposition and you and Justin last time. Yeah. You can't just go in and taste Justin's wines. They're not available to do that. It's it's a very it's a very much more it's a different setup. Yeah, I probably should have started that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but you have the ability to come and taste wines here. I do and, because yeah. Go ahead. You know, this is a, a winery that is still approachable to people. You know, uh, you know. I mean, obviously, you know, you're you're you demand and and respect and earn a, a good price for your wine. Your wines deliver. They over-deliver for what you ask people to pay for them. Yeah. But, like, this is a great calling card for Paso, Matt. Thank you. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, they're, 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 uh, that choice of having a tasting room and, and promoting, promoting Paso actually came from, I would say, working at Justin Winery back in the day because we was the Wild West, right? And, and when it was 26 wineries here in Paso, the area wasn't going to be growing with just doing local events the area was growing because because justin baldwin was bringing a sh ton of people into the area from around the the globe with blends with the idea of with, loving blends too with, yeah with with isosceles and justification in 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 his that foundation this idea that he instilled in me of that here we weren't we were just we were building a region um was i was all i was a uh, hook line and sinker on it that's that, so interesting that brought me to a point of realizing that well you know I love Justin Smith's model. It's freaking awesome. It's I mean it's it's a, it's a beautifully charmed model to be able to exist in because again like your winery it's cut to his specifications. It's it's gorgeous and it's 
uber exclusive. It's almost like you know, like like a cynic went on, or you know, someone who could just yeah. command this. Manfred's also yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Manfred's incredible. But that's, it, that's another one that we had the yeah we had the the sticks and stones with really on a trademark. Yeah, that no way. Like a, I feel so bad. Man. I feel so bad. Well, so I, tell, can you go? He, he had a sticks and stones wine that came out in oh, for cynic went on. Yeah. And I just felt you had to let you had to, I had to like, let him know, and how, I didn't you, really know how to let him know. And I was young and dumb, and and uh, young, what is and, young and dumb? Like you send him a cease and desist or something? I had to, yeah, yeah. You but I should have just called him. Yeah, but I didn't really know him. I was a little. He's kind of like the the. It's kind of like uh, yeah, yeah. He's it's a pretty. A, it's, it, and I, I feel like a kid still. And, and, and I feel like I, that you don't know them. It's it's tough. How do I approach him? Do I just email? Like, what yeah. year was this? I don't remember. Six sticks and stones. Eleven, maybe. Okay. You, you know, he he knew I made it. I, at least I think he knew. It. Yeah. But I, it's um. How do you take it? Not very well. Really? How did you, um, did, you did, did you get I, something I, back? I apologize, or what? Manfred. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but look, do, 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 I mean, look. Do we? I just, I just had Lotto? to protect the rights because I had a trademark on it, and it was like you, if you don't protect the rights, all of a sudden you don't have rights. In other words, if you let exactly. other people go and use names that you have, and you just go, oh, just let it go, let it go, you all of a sudden lose the Especially rights. Especially a brand to, of that kind of name recognition. Name, if Cynicwin is using sticks and stones, that's going to devalue yours. Well, Chester had it too, right? Chester. But, Chester Osborne and Diarenberg, but I had oh, let him use you, it. Right, right. So but now, that was we're, now we're going to three parties. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I see. So, so that you were already thought about that. So you're like, yeah. Like, it was so dumb. Yeah. But, you know, every, what happens what is what happens when, when people make wines that have the same names is that, yeah, we're all, everyone's on the same list. Yeah. And so they all, like, hey, hey, I don't, just letting you know that this guy's making a wine called your same name. And you're like, what? Hold oh, on. I saw one recently and I texted somebody. I was like, See? hey, BTW. You know, like <laughs> I literally saw something like this. But you hear stories like this all the time. It's so interesting. And so, I, and I probably didn't need to do it, but I, but you get all like, you know. You, I, you, I think you, that might have pop, been uncomfortable, you, you but you it was smart. You pop your, fla- your, your, your feathers up and you go, oh, 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 yeah. oh not this time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this time oh man what a great story i had no idea but it's so dumb yeah it's like you know we're all friends i thought and and uh yeah we're all it's never helpful to do stuff like that would it be weird to like send him a a case of sticks and stones (laughs) would it be weird (laughs) that'd be a little odd a little bit weird yeah Yeah. Yeah, i'd agree with that did you ever get you ever get into you ever get to know him or even meet him he came up here when i first built this building oh cool and it was cool after all that no it was before oh that was before all that oh (laughs) yeah look that's a whole other story of life and and uh, you were asking questions about about trademarks and things like that, and it happens. We all we all crisscross, and and yeah. it's unfortunate. We we all use Google. I use uh, USPTO.gov to check check trademarks, and and luckily I had a class in in when I was a, a biochem major of called chemical literature that taught me all about looking at trademarks and patents on on chemicals. And so we spent cool. we spent forty hours a week in the library, which sucked because library when you're like a junior to senior in college for forty hours a week is kind of boring. Yeah, it's kind of not really where you're. I remember at there. a story with Bill Gibbs where he was going to be calling something like 
G3 or G something. And then it like a Napa was like, no, that's a little bit close to what we have. And, you know, then they kind of like served him. He's like, oh, I mean, you know, so it, it happens and you, you kind of get in this thing. Oh, that's just the, that's the natural thing. I want this, but you know, it wasn't like it 30 years ago. No, it was totally like, it was awesome. Just go for it. Wild West, baby. Yeah. You just threw it out there and, and it was usually pretty solid. And then, and then what happened is that names that I would put on labels, I would uh, get a cease and desist letter to myself that would that would come from somebody who realized that you know I didn't I didn't have a trademark on it, and so they would take the name for me right away. They'd say, "Oh no, this is our name now," because they would they would get in front of me, and then you could go and fight them, and you had to de- to value how much that that name was worth oh they trademarked it they saw you were using it and then they went and trademarked it mm-hmm. yeah yeah oh. pre, so but that, I hope, but that I wasn't like this it's, it's kind of like dot coms right yeah, yeah like everything that happened with with uh like with squat with addresses of uh dot com you could squat them yeah sit people, on them and people begin to see that in the wine industry happening a bit with proprietary names and so it's become very difficult to find names in the in the wine industry because it wasn't all proprietary names prior to 1995 you know it was it was there were a few out there that were sitting there there was you know isosceles proprietary names they're, yeah. they're sitting out there but but before that it wasn't really like that type of an industry. That's so interesting. Yeah. So Let's all- track it. Track it. Yeah. Look at it as as a whole and, and think about wines pre. I mean, obviously, Country Cooler and, and Strawberry Hill were freaking maestros of the yeah. industry. But I always thought like going to market first was a defense. Maybe it's not. Going to market first? Yeah, like if you took a name to market you were first, using it, yeah, you could use it as a defense. You could if you want to go do the, the defense. Yeah, if you wanted to, you want to, you got to go look. Um, Show up, Black, Blackbird, and I. I don't even know right. where we stand on contrarian these days, but oh, really? I okay. know that I have a trademark. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and that they use contrarian as a one of their wines, and so we kind of. I, I think I've you know you, how many cease and desist letters can you send? Yeah, before you're willing to kind of just. And yeah. is it really worth it exactly. at some point? It's like whatever, fuckers. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, gosh, man, just and, give me a break. Like, fuck, cut me some Who, slack. I came bro. up with the name first. It's on the label. It's on, it's I got a label approval first. Yeah, Here it's it not is. playing ticky tack. Yeah, it's not. Well, do you really? Do we really have to go through a legal system to to, to convince each other? What's I mean, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, that's a really I, good point. I never. I never go that route. I look, I investigate, I find names, and minute I find out somebody else has it or something else, Sticks and Stones is a classic example. Rock Piles. It was called Rock Piles before I made it. Rock Piles was a surf spot. Cliff and I used to surf down down in uh, between Solana Beach and, and, and Del Mar. And but it's an AVA, too. Yeah, it's an AVA, yeah. too. But I'm so fucking dumb that, that <laughs> I, don't, I didn't know this. This is in 2001. Internet was kind of new. Yeah, right, 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 yeah. <laughs> and and someone says, hey, there's a AVA called Rock Piles up in Dry Creek. And I'm yeah. like, oh, shit, really? Well, I better find a new name. But it was on the labels. It was, I mean, not on the labels. It was on the barrel labels. Yeah. So the barrels had labels that said Rock Pile. And then it became 
Sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never hurt me. I love that. Yes. Yeah. This wine, this is, what was the second one, Cliff? This is fun. Yeah. This is my Syrah dominant blend. Um, it's called Dizziness of Freedom. Speaking of fun names. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's a blend of uh, Syrah, Moved, and a little Graciano. Is that a name that reflects you moving down yes. here? Oh, yeah. yeah is yeah. that like the dizziness of moving into the past Rebels area oh, and, okay, and, 100%. Then, and then realizing that life exists? It was... It, so dizziness of freedom is about this edge of like being of just being overwhelmed by anxiety or being overwhelmed by excitement. And if you can get that edge right, um, I think it's like pushing yourself to do something new, pushing yourself get, you know, out of your comfort zone. I can't tell you how many times I woke up since we've lived here, especially early on. It's like, what are we doing? Are we sure this is the right thing? Did you ever wake up? Th- and- oh, three in the morning is my, I can, I've read more books at three in the morning nowadays because of it. And, Dizziness and freedom encapsulates like that feeling. Dizziness and dizziness of. Dizziness of freedom. Yeah, of. yeah. I get that. Yeah. So that that's what I feel was definitely experienced early on moving here. And I like it. It's D O F Dork on Fork. <laughs> <laughs> well, that could be me too. Syrah lead blend. Yeah. And then we have one more. While we're getting into that, the third one, how do we even? taste your wines these are brand new yeah 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 so um we're small we're at a, a couple wine shops here at local in town um you can give me a call kind of my mantra at the moment is just like just say yes just get out there you can go to our website zobettawines.com spell it uh, z-o-b-e-t-o wines.com there you can contact me or you can order straight online we're at a few local places also a great pizza shop in in uh, uh Passawak via caravaggio carries our wine cool a few other little like places them. yeah what do you charge for these 66 a bottle they're beautiful wines thank you like right yeah. off the bat here awesome are. wines yeah, yeah. I mean, you gotta be pretty awesome. proud of your buddy huh? yeah 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 he's kicking ass yeah i mean I, how much do you how much are you thankful cliff for yeah he's been your friend since you guys were sperm yeah. or like forever, right? Yeah. But he really put you through. He he made you earn it. Oh, ap- uh, yeah. Continue <laughs> to make him earn yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it. Because it's a long journey. And I think that it's, yeah, I think Cliff, Cliff you could answer this too. But it's like uh, uh, Cliff's out there every morning. We pick at 4 a.m. And uh, he's fucking awesome. He's, he's in the vineyard picking on the crew with us and he's in the crew now because he knows how to get it done with us and it's something that i thought was really important for him to learn in order to have the respect of what we do because there's nothing worse than just getting fruit delivered to your winery and not knowing how to pick not knowing how how much hard work is put in to get that fruit so you're right out there with your crew picking oh yeah yeah yeah, and then, and then I not I, everyone is. Then I typically hop on the tractor and have to drive it off the hill and take it over to the other side, offload the. How bins. many other people that been at this thirty years and have a highly successful winery? I know some people are doing this, but I know not everyone is. I don't know the percentages. I just know that when other winemakers ask me to teach their kids winemaking, that that's how I'm going to teach them because I think it's important for them to have a great understanding of how this industry really works and have respect for everyone that works in it. Whether you're weed whacking, pulling weeds, killing gophers, 
to selling wine in the tasting room or traveling on the road selling wine i think it's just a the spectrum i think it, you know in my tasting room there's there's multiple individuals that work on trailers too that help us pick so yeah again how you do everything is how you do it you know how you do anything is how you do everything this might be my favorite Thank grenache lead they're they've all been beautiful yeah this grenache lead is just lights out gorgeous a lot of a lot of beautiful lc fruit that story i told earlier this was that fruit wow yeah wow i love i love your story cliff i think it's cool i i really was so excited to come and talk to you again because i was so edified by our first conversation i just loved it not just because like i could have gotten zero um positive feedback from that episode i loved it that was so proud of that episode there's like yours there's just several more bill armstrong was another one that was just so good few of them in he's, there he's a wild individual isn't yeah, he? yeah but just i mean but just like, so smart in the store yeah but he he just rolled the curtains back and, and was real with me. Good. Like you were. You know, so that, yeah. that, and I love that. I yearn for that interview as a broadcaster, but as a wine lover too. And as a business, you know, like to, to talk to a business owner, a person who just loves what they do. And it was really, really cool. But uh, to come by and learn Cliff, but then to taste the wines and have them be so beautiful. I'm like, and then hear how, you know, this guy's really making your, you know, earn your keep. Oh. To get this info. He hasn't called me yet, but he loves to call me his his uh, cheapest intern. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm the free intern. But I yeah. mean... For, I, for... I just fear the day when he quits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to happen one time. Well, were these hard times? Because that's, that's a reality of it all, right? Well, right, it's, like it's going to happen, you sure. Te- you teach and, and they, they grow and they, and they... And so it's a constant reality in this business what was the worst place that you ever quit how was it was it hard was it just worst Wild place Wars? ever quit or yeah. or, 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 or got fired ever quit me yeah right in radio <laughs> you get fired a few times too so i've been there too uh yeah quit so, me. That's so, so i think i i think i got fired from i got fired from justin i did and that was awesome but it was a good thing. You needed you needed it. Did you want it? I didn't need it. I I I. Uh, no, like, did I you was, need the firing? Like, did you? No, 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 no. I didn't need the, I didn't need the firing. I was I was in a place in my my I I'd been. Um, maybe we should get Justin Baldwin on here, and we should like clarify all this, and it'd be like, <gasps> would like, you ever sit like, down with him? Like, there, of course I would. Yeah, it'd be like, I would love be like that. therapy. He was a great interview. And it, that's my yeah. next thing. We're going to get you yeah, and Justin yeah, Just, Baldwin. Justin Baldwin and I would be, be kind of funny. It'd be incredible. Because I, I, did, I didn't have the managerial skills. I was yeah. a freaking young kid that was that was out of poly. And I, I still feel today I run a business here and I still don't feel like a very good manager. And, and I'm constantly pushing it. And I'm constantly. Are you a born leader? Uh, if I was cocky, I would say yes, but I'm not. And so I would say no. I would say that I tend to know what direction we're going to go in, and this is what we're going to do. Yeah. In an emergency, I will lead, and I will take over a situation very quickly in order to get it under control. Yeah. So in, like, you know, car rollover or, or, or oh, a sure. fire or something like that, I'm going to show up on the scene, and I'm going to be like, okay, here we go, boom. And, and I'll, and I'm I'll, like that, too. And I don't I'll panic. I calculate what I yeah. need to do to get it done. And I see right. people around me that I need to help. Yeah. And I grab okay, them let's... and I grab them. I put them in place. Okay. So your time at Justin Winery, that was really important to you. It was hugely important. I learned so much during that time. It was, uh, I was young. I was uh, vulnerable. I mean, meaning that I just, uh, I was, 
super i loved making wine i i fell in love with uh the adelaide area and i fell in love with paso and it was a wild time there and we were building a region and that was a big thing and you know there gary everly there toby was out there and and doug beckett and art norman was doing his his thing here and then it was just really um you still had uh, pasquale mastantuano was here dude that's the first wine we ever went to in paso yeah in 03 a uh, crazy Right on your pretty yeah, much across yeah, the street from you. Yeah, it's Caddy Corner. You yeah, would have this yeah. hot tub blend where they would do their Muscat Canali. Hot tub blend with their with their <laughs> they had a sparkling wine. It was funny because one of the only one you know now everyone's doing a sparkling. Yeah. yeah. But he was one of the only ones who did a sparkling, and he did a, a real sweet Muscat Canali. And you do it, you do like a half and half, and it was like my go-to cocktail. And, like, and, and then I played softball with him. Like he was a gangster. I love this guy. He was. Yeah. I love him. Yeah. Is he around still? Uh, he's up in Idaho. I last I heard, yeah. Pasquale Mesantuan. Yeah, yeah, every now and then I run into somebody that's friends with him and tells me he's doing well up in Idaho. But Good. I have not, not heard him. You know, since we're talking about your old neighbor, that roundabout. Yeah. How much did you have to pay to get it to match your colors and your gate and all that? Oh, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like the roundabout? I didn't have to pay. They had to pay me. Really? Yeah. Was, yeah. was it? Was it like? Well, well, that's a good question. Because uh, so remember when two thousand and must have been two thousand and three or four somewhere in there. Um, State of California contacted me and wanted to buy a portion of the property here, and I was like, "What the fuck? I'm gonna plant vineyards there." And I didn't plant them, and they offered me, um, they offered to buy it, and I was like, "Fuck!" And they said if I don't sell it to them, they would just take it. Like eminent domain. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. And so that's a tough art. That's a tough. Even you're, I was 32 years that's old. Like maybe some China, North Korea shit, bro. That sucks. <laughs> it sucks. Yeah, it totally sucks. And then like, okay, so some dude on the phone was like, "If you don't sell it, just so you know, they'll come and grab it from you." Pretty much. Ooh. Yeah, that's that's how that's how you work with the the state, and um, they'll probably come and tell me I've. Yeah, right. <laughs> if you guys don't see me in the next yeah. two months, <laughs> check state prisons. Right. So how, when when the roundabout came in, are you happy with the roundabout? Do you uh, like it? Yeah, it's awesome. It's really awesome. Yeah, now I'm going to match the, uh, now I'm going to match the wall they put up there for me and, and you know, put the full uh, Hollywood sign up there. Right, yeah. Lenny Cloto <laughs> right above it. It's just kind of a funny, a funny thing to see. I'm tripping out because you have a 2015 vintage here that says Willow Creek District. Yeah. Were the AVAs even done then? They're just, yeah, I think that was probably one of the early ones. I don't remember what year that was done. It had to be done somewhere around there. It had to be, I wouldn't have put it on there if it wasn't, if it wasn't in yeah. existence. It, it, but, you, but you believed in them early enough to put them on right when they came in because that's eight years it's ago. That's a, a funny thing, that whole whole AVA world, because I, I did not participate that much in it. I'm kind of sitting in the heart of it, and, and I kind of sat there, and I wasn't invited into it. Until towards the end. What do you mean, like the conversation? um, Well, I knew the conversation was going on, but nobody asked me for any dollars or anything. I was just kind of sitting in the middle of... Which good, right? I mean... Well, it's whatever it is. It's yeah. what, I wasn't invited till just. This is a good story. So Justin, inv- Justin Smith invites me to come to a meeting, and they may need a vote, right? 
and and it's five thousand dollars to buy into this group. And I'm like, okay, do you need me to write a check for that? He's like, no, 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 don't write a check till we have to have the vote, and then you can write a check and and we can go in there. So I go into the meeting. I'm sitting there, and and uh, and Jerry Lore sees me. Yeah. And Jerry Lowe goes. They were huge in writing Jer- these Jer- Jerry Lowe comes in and sees me there. And, and I'm just there because Justin asked me. And I'm like, I'm here because, well, Jerry knows I didn't write a check. And I'm like, well, I write a check. No, you can't do it now. And and it was, uh, he grabbed me by the collar and took me out of the room. And and that was the end of my voting power. <laughs> <laughs> he said because you didn't write the check already. Well, but I was just there because Justin invited me. Yeah, fucking, late to I, the party. What yeah, late to the party yeah. and thrown under the bus <laughs> at the on the exit. It was so funny. What oh my gosh, no so way. so hilarious because because I just kind of felt like you know all my all I don't know how it became like that but people at the fringes put a lot into it that were on the edges of what the appellations were going to be and i was just kind of sitting in the middle and and uh justin had probably a lot in it and in to say within those meetings but um he's a good spokesman for me and i trust what he's going to say and i don't necessarily have to join in on that because He's my brother, and and uh, and. Where do we sit? Where do your properties sit? Willow Creek, Templeton Gap. I sit all Willow Creek district. Yeah. And that's and not and I'm not near the edges. I'm I'm. You're comfortably in Willow Creek. Yeah, and so it wasn't. I didn't know where I was going to fall, but I knew I was going to fall in it. Yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> Gary Eberly is one who I infinitely respect, and although I do, in my opinion, my you know, and I'm not a smart person in this, I see the value of the 11 sub AVAs. I know Paso has microclimates and different soils and different topographies and different aspects. Gary, who I love, he's like, this is silly. I don't see the the. I don't see this. And, and and I listen to his case and I go, I, I get you. I get you. But I mean, people are quoting and, you know, sizing up the sub-AVAs. They're learning the differences of El Pomar and its benefits. I mean, but the idea was it was all Paso first. Everyone needs to be Paso first. I, I agree with that. And that's how, that's how Willow Creek became Willow Creek Paso and, and the font size determination right. on, on labels became what they are and i agree with that because these guys these founders uh gary jerry justin baldwin uh doug beckett toby and right. and they all built the area up to a point that allowed us to uh, springboard yeah. forward a little bit farther and and they were the ones that originally brought the the press in that brought every every consumer into us that then allowed us to then take the next leap and and if you don't honor that you're you're a fucker i love dick i love that you say that i will add an append to that that in the years since it's names like laventure it's names like Lenny Colotto. It's names like these, and you know, people are, they can think of their favorite wineries of that genre that are also doing the same thing and are just remaining as such a huge calling card to pass on. I love that, like a name like yours that has so much gravitas gives love to like all those people you named. I love how you dropped Art Norman earlier. Like, yeah. these are some of the OGs. Yeah, those no are doubt. The, those are Neil Zutzen. Yeah, right? Neil, yeah, yeah. Neil's, it's like, 
Yeah, I mean, Castoro, yeah, huge, for yeah, 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 huge, huge, huge. Yeah, I, I, uh, I mean, who else? Uh, Kenny Volk. Kenny Volk. I mean, what? <laughs> How could I miss that one? I know, right? <laughs> Wild horse, like, you. Yeah, I mean, did you ever listen to that interview I did with him? You should check that one out. That was good. I need to. He was, he was fantastic. He is. That was yeah. one where I probably talked to him like this for like a couple hours. Yeah, he's he was a, great. Kenny, Kenny. Yeah, my time with Kenny was just uh, fabulous and. And I wouldn't be here without him. Couple things quickly that you got from Kenny Volk that you still employ right now. I think uh, provide people an avenue to be themselves and and uh, be positive for the business. I think he allowed that. You were a bunch of you know deadhead. Um, I don't know right word to use yeah. here. Um, what about the ampliography? Like just the, like, his, his, his so his brain so smart with the study of the the leaves and the plants. I mean, he knew that stuff. He, He's so smart. Yeah, like I mean, he, we did a tomato project there one time, and we planted about ten thousand uh, square feet of tomato plants, and it was just fun. It was crazy. Like like it was like and we had all the all these heirloom tomatoes, and that's what we were gonna do. It was so many tomatoes that you're like. Where are we going with these? Right. Like, I mean, are we are we starting starting a <laughs> pasta business or, or a pasta sauce business, or, or are we going to farmers markets? And I don't even know what ever happened with all that stuff because it was just like you know, let's build a bunch of raised beds, and we're just going to build these huge raised beds, and and it was. I I think this is the number one thing I learned from Kenny Kenny Volk: go big or go home. That's he cool. said that to me one night and. I was walking by him, and he said that to me, and I said, "Huh, yeah." And, and I don't think he knows how much that like got me going, like That's so good, like because I was still just I was the DOF there. I was a dork on fork driving Lyft, and and well, I could do a lot more for the business. That was what he needed in the business, is what I was doing. Yeah, I yeah. interviewed him at his house, um, maybe a little bit around the time I had you, so maybe a year and a half, two years ago. And he walked me through his whole backyard, what he's growing, he's like, we grow the daikon radishes here first because they will give deep roots and then I can put my other things above it. Like this guy, he's got the greenhouse. He was just coming online. And uh, I remember his pool, his pool cover. He had this pool cover. He's like, in the ad, they have a an elephant on top of the pool cover. You stand on it. I'm like, I'm not going to. Because, you know, back in the day, you'd stand on those bubble wrap pool yeah. covers and you get sucked in. <laughs> so he's a stand on it. It's even, and I'm a big dude. He's like, no, stand on it. So I'm like, oh my gosh. But Kenny Volkes is one of those interviews, you know, like you but that were just like they really hit home he's a uh, he's a great soul legend yeah, yeah. yeah neil collins is also Dude. a legend yeah so we got to get and, you and, and Justin Mon- and Manchi and, and you know, oh Munch. john munch Munch. i mean i could go through all I these know. guys that that like i wouldn't be here without all their influence you know all these names when, right cliff when yeah. i was younger yeah. And how much they influenced me because because I didn't have kids I didn't have all the other things that that you know occupy my life today yeah it were all influences where I would go and visit them for two hours and yeah and hang out it's kind of like you traveling around and tasting with all of us it's yeah. like it's really cool it's 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 you get a sense you have a great vibe of the industry and of of uh, where it's going and, and all of San Luis Obispo and probably Santa Barbara County too. Um, you have fun today? I had a great time. This is fun, dude. Yeah. 
Yeah, you and I do this well. I like this. I love chatting. You're so open and so candid. I love meeting you, Cliff. Thank you. Your it was, wines. It was fun. Thank you for being I part of it. I tasted three wines of Zepetto, yeah. and they're all home runs. They're all Thank beautiful you. wines. I really hope people check out Z-O-B-E-T-O, Zobeto. Is it Zobeto? ZobetoWines.com. ZobetoWines.com, Z-O-B-E-T-O. This is a new brand. This is a young brand, and they don't make a lot of wines, and they haven't done it for very long. But he, so this is, so it might be hard to like, quote, go and taste, but I bet if you contact them, we can figure it out, figure something out where you can get your hands on these to buy them because these blends are just beautiful. ZobetoWines.com, Z-O-B-E-T-O. And then what do we, by appointment here at the Nicolota or what? Uh, we're uh, we're uh, by appointment. Uh, we can you show like, up? We like, oh, you can show oh, up anytime. Yeah, we we are open. We are open uh, to all guests. We want to entertain. We want to give a great, great experience to uh, anyone that wants to visit here. And, and uh, appointments allow you to have, um, we know who you are. Mm-hmm. You know that you're supposed to be here and we're all set up for you. It's, but we don't care. It's honestly, it's like the industry goes back and forth between. No, yeah, I was one of the first ones to close my gates here uh, years ago and and kind of slow down the industry a bit and sense of not going, you know, bus loads into um, your facility. It's, I love everyone. I want people to enjoy the wines that I produce and understand what we're doing here as a winery. We don't make a lot of wines. Um, they're special to me. And I hope they're special to everyone else that enjoys them. I really value these times that I get to share with you. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. I appreciate it, Adam. It's uh, it's it's super fun. It's good to know you, and it's uh, good to get to know you better because um, it's fun to share products that we make, and and you've been an icon in the industry. Say something nice about Cliff's wines before we end tonight. Give yeah. him a little bit of a, <laughs> well, give Cliff, him a little ring. Cliff, Cliff's kicking ass. Cliff has been an intern. He's uh, he's my cheapest employee, as he wanted me to say. I look. I as a instructor uh, to teach winemaking to uh, bring someone into the industry. Cliff's gonna go miles and miles uh, beyond anything I can ever imagine. He is um, producing wines with ideas and and methodologies that I'm trying to teach him to think of. And so he creates his own wines. And I think that the wines that we have tonight uh, show fabulous flavors and and, uh, direction. Give me a little quick vision on to your next couple years. Are we, we have, are we eyeing some certain fruit? Are we eyeing some certain wines? Are there, is there anything or what? Yeah, I, I um, well, thank you, Matt. It's, it's, it's an interesting journey as a 50-year-old to, to learn a new craft. And uh, I, I couldn't be happier kind of learning under Matt and learning from him. And all the stories that I couldn't contribute to about the history of this place. I visited this place. I wanted to be part of it. And I feel a big responsibility to to carry it forward and be, be responsible. So we have a property on Arbor um, just to, two, two miles from here. We're going to start planning it next spring. Where are we? Uh, Arbor, kind yeah, of... N- next to Windward? Uh, right down from Windward, Fratelli Parada, one of the... Next to Saccaroli? Uh, no, uh, across from TH State. Sure, yeah. okay. So just Dude. right there, and I think stay tuned in a couple of years that 
there's a lot of interesting stuff going on that little little dirt road. Well, know. the first time you heard of this winery was on the Where Wine Takes You podcast, yeah. Sabeto. It's the first time I've ever tasted it. I'm excited. And to be here with uh, a guy like you, this is incredible. Yeah, Cliff has a big project to have. Yeah, him, I and, do. And it's awesome. It's going to be really fun. I think he's he is going to, as he dives into it, is going to go, oh, my God, it's so huge. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea that it involved this much. Everything from power drops on PG&E yep. poles to, to, to wastewater to fresh water supplies. To, you're building your own little city when you build a winery. Yeah, it's like SimCity It is a winery. No way. Wow. It is exactly like that. you got to think it all through. you got to get it all dialed in. And... and it's that's how you operate and that's how you and you have to know your own systems because you're the you're you are the utility supplier for your own property for the most of the time and so when things go wrong it's on your shoulders and thankfully because i've seen that road you're probably not going to need a roundabout no so cheers to that yeah. <laughs> yeah. and also cheers to where wine takes you yeah. guys yeah. this is hey, cheers to epic. awesome ah. hey cheers thank my you friend. so much man Wonderful. So give me that moonshine, we'll get by. We pass on round till the job is done. Camped out in the trees, it will simplify good company. So thankful for that chat. Wow, that was really something. Uh, Matt Trevison, LenetColoto.com. Uh, check out Cliff's Wines. These are great wines. Beautiful. ZeppettoWines.com. Can't wait to see what he's putting in the ground over there on Arbor on the west side and to see this brand blossom and to know that you were part of it from the very beginning. Very special. Check them out. Taste their wines. All right. Now, our Travel Paso Spotlight. We're going to the leader of the city, baby. This is Ty Lewis. He is the city manager, a guy who was actually the police chief and made the move to city manager just a couple years ago. Knows the area, the county, but of course, Paso knows it very, very well. And I thought it'd be really fun to meet him here on Where Wine Takes You. Well, hey, Ty, how are you, man? I'm doing well, Adam. Good morning to you. So how long has it been? You've been city manager for what, a couple of years now, right? Yeah, I'm just I'm uh, fit, wrapping up my second year um, this month in August, as a matter of fact. Now, for someone maybe listening to the podcast from far away, you had a really interesting transition because what were you doing before you were city manager? Yeah, that's a that's a great question, Adam. So I was the police chief here in Paso Robles. I've actually worked for the city now for oh, just what twenty two years. I've uh, started in two thousand two at the police department as a police officer, and uh, eventually uh, became the police chief. And uh, two years ago, I made the transition when our former city uh, manager announced his retirement. Uh, uh, the city council and I had some conversations, went through a recruitment process, and eventually ended up becoming a city manager. And as I said, this is the end of my second year, so uh, time flies. It really does. I, do you hear of transitions like that, like literally law enforcement to city in, in like administration and, and leadership, or is that or is that maybe more common than I would guess? 
You know what? I think that you know the the vast majority of city managers, at least the ones that I'm aware of in California, don't have prior experience in uh, you know law enforcement side of things. A lot of them come from administrative services kind of line. They're finance directors, or some of them come from the planning side of things on the uh, and so those often are the little bit more traditional ones. Um, you know, public works or those kind of things. And for for me, the transition, you know, was, it was interesting. It was, I think it, when you become an executive manager, you know, most cities uh, at that point have invested quite a bit in your training and, you know, you get a lot of experience when it comes to personnel issues, human, you know, HR kind of areas of, of uh, your expertise. And so a lot of those things actually translate really well when you come over here to the city manager's office um, because, you, you know, you're you're well-versed in making decisions, especially on the police side of things, often critical, quick decisions. you got to, you know, distill the information you've got and, and hopefully make a good decision uh, moving forward. So, yeah, I think that for me, even though it wasn't probably the most traditional path that a lot of communities see is so far, um, it's it's been everything I've hoped for. I think it's cool. And it offers, you know, the city benefits from some really unique insight that you have on that aspect and being able to bring it over to this aspect. So I think it's pretty exciting. I've always liked working with you and chatting with you. And, you know, I always talk about this, like, you know, I moved here 20 years ago, literally 03. And the the long strides that Paso has taken are definitely noticeable. But even like if you look in the last four or five years, six, seven years, I mean, big strides in short time with the way Paso has evolved as a destination, as a place, you know, as a, you know, world-class, not just wine country, but craft spirits, restaurants, Michelin star here, uh, you know, zip lines over here. I mean, it is, it's become quite a thing. Oh, for sure. You know, this community is something special, and it's one of the reasons why, you know, over my two decades plus being in the community, I love working here. You just, you know, I look out my office or I take a walk downtown. You meet people from all over the world that are here to enjoy, you know, what we've what we've grown up with essentially. And so you have a beautiful park lined with, you know, great businesses. And as you you pointed out, just you know, world class restaurants, tasting rooms. Um, there's you know things that, to do here. We have an amphitheater now. We have Sensario golf courses. We're you know minutes from the beach. Uh, you know what isn't to like it? I know. It's, right very clear why people want to come here and enjoy, you know, our, our small community and, and are happy to share it with them. One thing that we always talk about being so special, and I had some friends and really good friends, uh, the, uh, the Gambas, they have Gamba Vineyard up in the Russian River. So their whole family came down and we really gave them the Paso experience for over the course of a couple of days and just, you know, it, it blew their socks off. And one thing that they kept saying, and I thought it was so special to hear it from them because I know I preach it here on this podcast all the time. And that's really, you know, the people being such a big piece of the recipe to whether it's the terroir of the wine country or the producers or just the vibe of the culture here. The people are so important. 
Oh, you're absolutely right. We have some of the, you know, our community is certain, certainly something special, and it's more than just the, you know, the location where we are in California that draws people here. It's, it's the, as you pointed out, it's the spirit. It's kind of the, the ethos of what Pass Robles is. You know, there's smiling faces everywhere, so much to do. And you know what? We have some great um, organizations up here that are, are really working hard to draw people here. I think you've talked to John Arnold in the past, and, you know, his position at Travel Paso. Right. We have the Wine Country Alliance that's here. Our Chamber of Commerce is something special. And, you know, we all work together to not only, you know, uh, tend to our, you know, our hospitality slash tourism kind of market, but, you know, to really work together to address those quality of life issues that's important to our residents, too. You know, that small town charm is something unique and special, and it's not everywhere in, you know, not let alone in California, but anywhere in the United States. So you combine all of that together, the people, the location, the, you know, everything about it. And it's, it's a pretty darn special place. How is Paso growing? I'm curious because I'll get people that will write the podcast all the time. Like, oh, we want to move up there. You see some great stories of whether it's like, you know, the people from like Paso Wine Merchant or, you know, uh, Finca or some of these places where a couple will move in here, start a business and just flourish. Uh, what do you, what can you speak to as far as the growth of Paso? Yeah. You know, Paso Robles again, um, I think people come here and they fall in love with the community. And I think we've all had that experience where we've been on a vacation and you go somewhere and it's like, wow, that, you know, how did I not ever know this place existed? And uh, I think that's what people are doing when they, when they come here and visit. And not only is it, you know, just those folks that want to take advantage of the tourism industry, the city's doing great stuff. Um, we're, we're really trying to put a lot of effort into economic development. We're, we're probably a couple months away from releasing the, uh, the city's second ever economic um, strategy, you know, uh, for really trying to diversify, you know, how we look at the economy in Paso Robles. So you're probably familiar, heard that we're pursuing a spaceport out at the airport, right? Um, you know, and so that alone, you know, would bring, you know, hundreds of head of household jobs if we're successful. Our partnership with Cal Poly has been fantastic. They're helping us pursue that, you know, be an opportunity for those folks that are in the aerospace business or engineering fields to be able to actually stay here in San Luis Obispo County to fulfill jobs, head of household jobs, instead of moving to, you know, some of the traditional hubs for aerospace, um, but to be able to do it right in their backyard, be able to see some of the projects they've worked on launched into space um, from an academic standpoint. Um, it's just spectacular. And then on top of that, you got folks like Barrel House um, that are relocating here to Pass Robles, or at least expanding, not relocating, right. expanding their operations. Um, you know, we just have so many, you know, opportunities here, whether it's tourism or whether it's other industries and fields um, that just, again, you know, makes it a very attractive place to kind of look and expand and, and uh, relocate. Do you ever get out there and get to the tasting rooms or to the restaurants? Or are you... Uh... Are you out and about getting into that or what? 
Uh, you know what? I'm uh, Pat Roblin through and through. I've lived in the city for several years. I've, you know, I was born in San Luis Obispo back, and I don't even want to say when. It's I'm getting <laughs> old. Uh, you know, grew up in the, uh, born in the county. My kids grew up in the Tascadero area with me, and they went to Tascadero schools. But, um, you know, I've lived here in you know Paso now for the last several years, and I am, you know, not only slow county through and through, but I'm Paso Robles through and through, and I am out there. I enjoy our restaurants. I enjoy our tasting rooms. Um, Lisa, my fiance, is you know wine club member. Um, several of the various vineyards and um, around the area, and so yeah, we're we're everything past Robles. That's cool, man. Well, there's so much to do here. We talked about like Sensorio to horse parks to you know, I mean the the, the July Fourth celebration back after a couple years uh, there's just so much going on pasos and in, in such an exciting time and with your leadership it's it's pretty exciting i bet you just must be so thrilled with the way things are going so well done my man and thank you so much for taking time to chat with listeners of the podcast and and for sharing where wine takes you my man you're you're more than welcome, Adam. Any time, and you know, I was talking about you the other day when we had a. I remember a couple of years back we had a you know barbecue cook off over at Idler's. That's right. And uh, we were just talking about it's time to revive that tradition, and uh, we're thinking about doing one internally. But at some point, love to have you out here and uh, sample some more barbecue that the city's willing to um, challenge anybody over any time. I love it. You know, yeah, it was well, that was when you were chief of police, and we did it with the chief of the fire department too. That was pretty fun. Yeah, exactly. It was. So, I love it. Lots of good stuff, and thank you for making time for me. Of course. Thanks a lot. Appreciate right. it. Great job, man. That was awesome. I'm going to edit that up a little bit. That was perfect. Thank you so much. You got it. We'll talk to you soon. Sincere thanks to Ty Lewis, city manager of Paso Robles, for making himself available. It was tough to get him. He's a very busy dude. You know, he's going into county meetings and presenting this and that, the other. So to have him jump on and have him as enthusiastic as he was really meant a lot. So uh, thank you, Ty, for your time. And thanks to Travel Paso for our Travel Paso spotlight. Make sure TravelPaso.com is uh, bookmarked before your next trip. Check them out again, TravelPaso.com. Where Wine Takes You is executive produced by Joel Peterson and Paso Wine. Associate producer, Jim Bravo. And thanks to Jamie Guzman for fulfillment. Where Wine Takes You recorded, edited, produced by yours truly. You can follow me on Insta at Adam on the Air, as well as learn more at my website, AdamOnTeal.com, M-O-N-T-I-E-L. AdamOnTeal.com. For the latest on Paso Wine Country, you got to check out PasoWine.com, mandatory before your next trip, and follow them on the social feeds at Paso Wine. Original music on the pod, Good Company, performed by Moonshiner Collective. Get their music wherever you stream, and you can learn more about them, MoonshinerCollective.com. Equipment transport and technical consideration provided by Fly With Wine. Next time you're cruising around on the Central Coast, you could tune me in on your radio, my morning show, Up and Adam in the Morning. Heard live weekday mornings, 6 to 10 a.m. Pacific on Wine Country Radio, The Crush 92.5. Spell it with a K if you're searching online, krush925.com. We even got a free app in your smartphone. Well, Mother Nature has a sense of humor, no doubt. Growers, winemakers will tell you that. But we were broadcasting live at the fair through its entire duration, 106, 108. Man, the fair every day of the 12 were hot. And then, of course, Mother Nature's sense of humor Things are back into the, the low to mid 80s now, and it's perfect. It really is perfect right now. It's cooled down a bit. So if you want to come uh, pay a visit, the Central Coast is feeling beautiful. Summertime on the Central Coast is unlike anything else. And make sure you check out PasoWine.com before you do. Still plenty of summer 
left, lift that glass up high, get some more Frosé. And as we ride into the rest of the summer, those sunny summer days, those cool starlit nights of Paso wine country, remember that the best of summer is made even better when it's shared with great people and great wines, both of which you're going to find right here in Paso. So cheers to those places, those moments, and those friends that share where wine takes you. And give me that passion, give out and pass on down till the job is Get out in the trees, it will simplify good company. Give me that moonshine, give out and pass on down till the job is Get out in the trees, it will simplify good company. Give me that moonshine, give out and pass on down till the job is Camped out in the trees, we will simplify and good company. With that moonshine, we'll get by, we pass all around till the job is dry. Camped out in the trees, we will simplify and good company.